are we ready to uh, do a call to Sarah? Yes, we are. Let's do a call to Sarah. She's all she's very ready for some banana chat and Disney bitching, apparently. Ooh, so. okay. <laughs> Let's get on it. If I can actually, it's been an absolute nightmare today. <laughs> Uh-oh. Everything's frozen. Oh, God. <laughs> Hello? Ah! I'm set! Oh, Let no. go! I think it's as tired as you <laughs> are, my computer. It's just... Dis- Hello? 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 <laughs> Hi! Hello? Hello? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hello. Can you hear me? Hello? Oh, no. Yeah? How's it going? Is this... Oh! Yes, I can hear you. We can hear you. Everything just froze for a second. I was like, great, thanks. (laughs) How's it going? Oh, no. Yeah, I think it's it's going great. I think it's because we've still got a bit of a... The problem is you can't change that or we'll do here through Mixler. So it's uh, it's the problem is is that Skype seems to be getting upset by the fact that we're using Mixler as a speaker um, oh, instead God of our speaker as a speaker. <laughs> <laughs> but we have to use Mixler as a speaker. Oh well, man! Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so 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 there is a, so there will be a slight a slight okay. delay between responses. What for me or for the listeners? Because doesn't sound too bad at the moment. Yay. I think for everybody, I think, I think it's for everybody that's fun all round. This whole thing, yeah. to be honest. To be honest. Yeah, it's still amazing Woo. that you've still managed to get out Andrew Quid. Yeah, fun, fun all round. I think at this time of night, I think most people are probably <laughs> half cut and don't really care. You just need that. Well, did it probably, yeah. yeah. Or asleep. You just need that one person who's so drunk there, like, yeah, 180 quid, go for it. That's what you need. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. I'll push him over. I'll push it over the edge. Just go. Yeah. I'm good. I'm so, trying to so keep awake doing, and keep you guys. I'm trying to think of things to wake you guys up. I don't know. We could talk about bananas some more. That seemed to be that seems to be a winner. <laughs> I'm fairly confident that I've had my full of bananas now. <laughs> yeah, we've got to good because I hate bananas. Yeah, they make yeah. Um, I think the image of Laura and Christian double-ending a banana is is, is oh. going to be stuck with me forever. So. <laughs> I, I I I genuinely don't think that was the image that they were they were given given out. Oh dear, to had to be a banana, didn't it? The most, wow. you know. <laughs> Dirtiest of fruit. Dirtiest of fruit. To be fair, I, yeah, I, I don't. I don't actually like bananas at all. Uh, I'm, I'm indifferent to bananas. But yeah, I said I, said I could bitch about Disney some more as well if you'd like. Um. <laughs> so b- before. Well, before we do any of that, there are two things that we need to get you to do. The first is I'm going to spring a competition on you. Mm. In that, because you're the person who's donated so much stuff (laughs) 
that you are included in all of the prize packs. Uh, I feel like we oh. should have a question relating to stuff that you do. Um, and also, like, it's going to be a really good time for you to tell everybody who you are and what you do and why it's worth entering a competition to Oh, win. yeah, that, that would be a good idea to actually talk about myself. <laughs> um, yeah, hello, my name is Sarah. I'm an artist, a writer, I make comics, um, and I make a comic called NPCT. It's basically about a tea shop in Cardiff that's run by orcs, elves, and other fantasy creatures, but it's modern day, so if you like Final Fantasy, Dungeons and Dragons, that kind of thing uh it might be your bag um and you should enter just because it's a nice thing to do it's bundled in you know even if you don't want to read my rubbishy comics it's bundled in with like lovely other people's stuff as well like at the moment i know you've got jenny i always say gilblad but i know that that's wrong she went to my the uni that i went to so i should know <laughs> but um that's beautiful she went to that for just for scal or scal alone but um yeah, but you know, if you read it and you enjoy it, that'd be nice. That's my terrible introduction. Hello. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that was awful. I apologise. <laughs> That's pretty good, I think. I thought it, I thought it was, uh, was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I would read that book based on that uh, that little blurb that you gave. Yeah. So. And I I, I read um I think it was the first uh mm-hmm. the first issue of what of, of NPCT. Um, I thought it was great. Cause Me too. I, I kept expecting it to. I I kept thinking it, if it was a like a TV show, <laughs> it would start like the start. Oh, that would be fun. I quite I I like that. I I quite liked um taking the piss yeah. of um Lord of the Rings though yeah. and starting off all epic yeah. and then just you know dropping it down to the mundane. But yeah, that would be great. <laughs> Where everybody knows your name. That'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> that, <it'd be> awesome. <laughs> just random shots of like yeah. elves like spilling drinks and laughing about it and lots of free shots and stuff and then <laughs> credits come up and just you know, Ted Danson is like I don't know <laughs> by the elf, just elf basically the cat is but with ears stuck on and pointy teeth you know like really shoddily done yeah, as well yeah that'd be fun yeah <laughs> <laughs> I've not put much. I've not put much thought into this. Yeah, I've not put oh. much thought into this idea. To be fair. Oh, Doctor Afro, <laughs> like Doctor Afro. Yeah, like yeah, like yeah, like Doctor Afro. Sounds Dr. amazing. I've put no thought into I that. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's that, that that's as far. Oh, we've been doing this now for fourteen hours, and as far as we've got with Doctor Afro, got his, a... his name is Doctor Afro. Yeah. We toyed, we toyed with the idea of it being um, the afro being played by Beyonce what? atop Donald Glover's head. What? Oh, yeah. That's... It's not even, like, the early hours of the morning yet. It's <laughs> obviously. Yeah. <laughs> no, oh, I no. don't. We oh, no. always talk I nonsense. Spent... It doesn't matter what time it is. Yeah, yeah. We're, like, 14 it's hours in, though. If you've got to talk for, like, now. 14 hours, some weird stuff is going to come out. You know. But, Yeah. <laughs> and I, I've got to say the weird, the weirdest thing which has just which has just happened to me is I've just been we've just been talking about Dr. Afro and Donald Glover and I literally looked to my right and right in the distance I saw Lando <laughs> they've got a statue of Land, of new Lando um, from from Solo and I, and, and I, I swear it was like his head <laughs> like turned towards me and like looked at me 
Like I'm Doctor Afro. You know, it was it was a real it was a real moment of connection, and that's when I realised that <laughs> I've drunk half a bottle of whiskey. That's what that moment. You have drunk half a bottle of whiskey. You started early. Yeah. I don't know why you did that. And yet, who's, who's... Well, actually, yeah, who's the more awake of the two of us? You are doing better than me. That's right. I'm going to change my name to Glenn. Mr. Moray to you. Oh. The whiskey he's drinking, just for those who can't see it. But everyone got that joke. That joke landed like a 747 <laughs> on an runway. Like a lead Oh, wow. <laughs> this is what I'm going to get to keep you away. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm going to get is aggressive stays. I just had trouble yeah, spotting that it was a joke. That's Sorry. Fine. <laughs> That's, that's, where we're, that's where we're at now. Ouch. At 14 hours. <laughs> Sass on wow. all sides. Hi, Sarah. <laughs> 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 Shall I just go? Or should I just go? Bye. <laughs> that's not even a sentence. No, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> no, it's, no, no, it's, it's fine. Dear God, no. It's fine. No, no, dear, yeah, don't go. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to bitch about Disney some more, I actually work for the Disney store. I think oh, I've talked I, about I this quite a lot. Oh, but there you go. about a year ago, it was hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, so I have a lot of feelings about Star Wars and Marvel. <laughs> but I'm cool to talk about other stuff as well. If you've had enough. <laughs> okay. I... I... I went into the Disney store one day. Once. We had a Disney store once. In North- yeah, once in Northampton. <laughs> I went in there to, to, to buy a present or whatever. Yeah, and I, I went in there and I was trying not to make eye contact with anyone because everyone's wearing like pullovers. And I was like, <laughs> I'm not quite sure why you're wearing pullovers because it's summer. But anyway, um, I went in there and I was looking around and stuff. And this guy kind of materialised from nowhere. Yeah. I don't know if uh-huh. you remember a show called Mr. Ben. Yes. Back, yeah. So The he, guy with the costumes. Yeah, he yeah. kind of mater- yeah, materialised like... <laughs> Like the shopkeeper <laughs> out of nowhere, and he just had this grin on his face, and it, and and the grin didn't go, and he was like, you know, how can I help you? And I was just like, I'm alright, and I literally just went, I'm alright, mate, okay, and I kind of went somewhere else, and then looked, and he was there again, <laughs> in exactly the same position with exactly the same expression. And I was like, have they got have they got clones working here or something? And I ended up not buying anything in the end. I just had to leave because I was so freaked out by this guy who just kept appearing. And he was wearing like a purple pullover as well. And I was just like, that's just wrong. The that has a special name, what he was doing. It's called, I think it's called Magic Touch. Or it was, oh, or Guest, guest Services in Magic Touch. No, which just sounds utterly filthy. I don't know where, why, who came up with that name and why. But ugh, oh my god! Yes. Yeah, you had to do that with everyone, every person that came in. Not great if you're a little bit introverted. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was gonna say I would be a hundred percent useless at that. And to be fair, had you said, "How did you see the services?" I probably would have knocked him the fuck out and just ran out of the store. What? Oh god! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You had to ask people what their favourite. <laughs> just come in to buy. Some people just want to come in and shop, man. They don't want to discuss who their favourite Disney princess is. Like, ugh, oh my god. The one little kid did say it was Gaston once, and that made my day because he is the best princess, I think. But yeah, yeah, it was a weird experience. <laughs> but I think because this, the thing is, it's like it's built up so much around like franchises now. So there's so much like Star Wars and Marvel that now it's like I think I quit about 
over a year ago now. But when people are getting are getting excited about Star Wars and Marvel, I still have that residual like, oh, I work there. <laughs> I can't. It's ruined the franchises, I think, a little bit for me. I don't know. It's just so commercial. <laughs> so, so commercial. That I just, I don't know. But yeah, it's not a... <laughs> I I I feel your pain. I used to I used to work in um I used to work in Toys R Us um many 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 years ago and yeah I still okay. wake up in a cold sweat um every so often um and I remember my I I was yeah I was in that stage where I was I was trying to be cool um <laughs> and it wasn't a cool st- it, that's the sort of stage you don't want to be working in Toys R Us mm. especially where you live. So your mates can come in and see you in an orange striped blazer with a giraffe on it saying, did I'm Jeffrey's helper, how can I help you? You know, it, it, Did you actually know Jeffrey though? Crowd, I've got to say. Yeah. That's that's my big question. <laughs> I did. We were, yeah, I was his helper, oh. so obviously I need to RIP uh, Toys R Us though. Yeah. <sighs> Never ever shop there, but you know. The end of an era. Yeah, no. <laughs> Good riddance. <laughs> no. I used to like Toys R Us when you could go like very mm. early in the day <laughs> yeah. or very late in the day. Like, like if you can sneak in there like fifteen minutes before closing and just whiz round, it's great because no one's there. Uh-huh. Like, I just don't like kids in toy shops. <laughs> I realise they're the ones that are supposed okay. to be there. Okay. But they're insane. We um we had uh so when when I worked there mm-hmm. is when it was when Transformers were really really big, mm-hmm. and um the the Transformers are um they nick we nicknamed it or well, it was nicknamed <laughs> like, Little Saigon, oh, um God. because no one would work it because it was it because oh. it, it was like Nam and you would go it's like you would go in the break room and you see everyone be chatting and you'd look in the corner and you'd see some guy who'd be like he'd look like he was 40 but in reality he was actually 19 and he was there like just shaking he was like yeah he, he <laughs> worked really far off today. There. It, it was that bad when the kids went got yeah, loose it shit was bad. you went there man you don't know <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm working in Disney when um, I think anyone yeah. who's been cause... When you're not, if you've worked in Disney before, you'll you'll recognize you're a cast member. You don't work there. And it's not, they're not customers, they're guests. So if you've ever been a cast member and you've been working at a Disney store when there's been Disney on ice, it's the same kind of thing. Honestly, you're lucky to get out alive. (laughs) It's pretty horrifying. Right. Oh my God. (laughs) The amount of tantrum. See, I've I've now got visions. I've got visions now. I've, I've got visions of now support of a, like a support group, like in the like in those shows, like in Jessica Jones, where she goes to the support group. It's like a support group sitting around, and there's people from all these kind of assorted toy stores, and it's like, hi, uh, my name's Barry. Uh, all right, welcome, Barry. Uh, yeah, I worked in uh, Toys R Us um, for six months over Christmas. Oh, okay. And then someone else stand up. Yeah, hi. Um, I was a Disney cast member. You know, my my name's um my name's Sarah. Welcome Sarah. Yeah, I, I worked there, yeah, you know, for a few months and stuff, yeah. And then someone stand up guy, I worked for four months, I worked in oh, the no. side. And <laughs> <laughs> like um as well, if you've ever worked on in you know, in retail and there's only one person who has the key to get off the shop floor, 
that is like, you know, no way out, no way out. <laughs> there are people like bugging you. You can't escape, especially if you are like quite, um, like you were saying in previously when you were talking <laughs> to Laura about like, um, if you've got like quite an- an- anxiety when you're like in crowds and stuff. Oh my God. I've had panic attacks on the shop floor of Disney. <laughs> like, it's just, oh, there's no escape. Mm. Just, it's like I work there or something. Stop bugging me. Yeah. <sighs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I used to uh, I used to work my retail experience was at um, I don't know if they like if they were everywhere because there weren't many of us it, there was, it was a shop called Music Zone which was basically like <laughs> HMV for paupers like, <laughs> so it was like it was like just the shittest quality stuff that we'd sell for like two quid and call it quits like right. it was it was an absolute shithole I loved it because it was uh it was very low maintenance a job because it wasn't a classy place to begin with. So my boss didn't really care as long as everything looked neat-ish, like it was fine. But I used to have a massive problem there because, and I don't know if it was because it was budget that a lot of people that shopped there were a little <laughs> bit slow on the uptake of life. But like I used to get really riled up on the shop floor because the number of times in a day that somebody would ask me where UB40 are kept in the alphabet. What? Would literally drive what? you insane. Like, what? It's literally the oh letter U, the first part of that band. Oh and people would come up and be like, where's your UB40? And I'm like, have <laughs> you looked under you? And it would be like the seventh time I've said it that afternoon. It used to... I'm I like, used to hey, work in... I, I feel your pain. I used to work in Zavi before it died. Of, and people... You, I didn't used to work in music. I used to work in DVDs, which is good. Because if you worked in music, there'd be like... Two <laughs> guys would just be like fuck my life because someone would come over and be like oh, i really want this uh song uh i don't know what it's called <laughs> it's on an advert and it goes la 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 and they sing it <laughs> and you just be like i have no fucking clue what that is <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> that absolutely used to happen all the time my favorite one being a guy who was stood in he'd queued in a in a very long queue because I remember it being almost Christmas. It was a very long queue he queued in just to get to the front to, to the till to me and go. Have you got that song that goes da da dee da 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 dee? It's like, do you not even know the lyrics? Help me a little song as well. It's like. Don't say it's after call on me. Is it calling me? Isn't it? The thing is, though, it's utterly enraging. Oh, but I've got to say, it's like Absolutely. funded. Oh, the sorry, I can't tell if I'm talking over you. We Am I talking over you? Ooh, that's really weird. Okay, sorry, but um, <laughs> it, I think it's, it's really the thing is, you get enraged by all of these retail stories. But I find it's really good as a writer because it's funded. It, like, I have so many ideas and things that I've come up with, either when I'm enraged and I want to distract myself, or just as good character studies. Or <laughs> oh, I don't know, it's just so rich. <laughs> if you want to write, if you ever want to write a dickhead, like work in retail because it's just it's perfect. <laughs> oh you'll meet you'll meet all of them my uh one of my favorite things was uh, just before music zone um went into administration and and died a death um they started like Mm -hmm. last ditch attempt trying to sell anything and everything so like they started selling very amateurish (laughs) porn dvds 
and um, and sometimes people try to bring them back. Yeah, sometimes people try to bring them back. And the two that I remember the clearest that I actually laughed in the faces of both of the guys was the one guy who tried to bring a DVD back because he oh didn't realise there were so many brunettes in it and he preferred blondes. And then the guy who tried to bring a visibly jizzed on DVD oh. back, like it had literal jizz fingerprints. I'm sorry, saying jizz it didn't work in his DVD. Oh my god! And I was like, <laughs> oh. yeah, yeah. It clearly, clearly, he'd enjoyed the DVD, taken it out of his DVD player, and tried oh to return it to get a new porn video. And I was just like, what kind? What level of absolute? dick do you have to be to be like this and it was literally like all of our porn dvds cost like three pound ninety i was gonna say can't, can't you just oh accept that as a loss do you know what i mean can't you just go do you know what that's that's a loss i'm gonna find another free wow. print and go and buy myself another porn rather than put yourself in shame going back man. to it oh, and sure. then well, i just yeah the thing, thing is people try to get I away with i it. had a horrible porn it story is. it is i mean <laughs> I've got um, to say, I've, like, I've got when I worked in, in working against they um they sold porn as well, and someone <laughs> yes. tried to t- return porn there, and they said they it wasn't me who opened the DVD case, but inside was just a single pube, and I thought that was horrific, but Jesus Christ, <laughs> that is so much worse. Oh. <laughs> Okay, I, I, I've, I've got a story oh that's gonna. Okay. It's, it's gonna Buckle snap all of It's not. It's it's not retail, but it is, it is employment. It's employment related. So this was. I probably told you story before. Yeah, I probably told you story before. But um, it, it was my first. My first. Uh, yeah, it, it's my. It was my first sort of proper. Well, I was doing the YTS scheme mm-hmm. um, at IBM, so it was proper. You know. And, um, but I was, uh, working in the post room and the, the guy at the post room manager, it was a guy called Mike, a bit of an odd guy anyway, should have given me a bit of a clue. Um, now I'd gone off to do uh, a post run and the post room in Ibium was quite, you know, it was quite big, you know, there was, um, sort of, sort of shelves and stuff. Anyway, I'd got off to do a post run. I'd come back a little bit earlier than you norm- than I normally would have done because I'd managed to get around it quite quickly. So I came back in and um, I was like, Mike, Mike, you in there, Mike? And um, God. I heard this like noise, like wheezing. And being, I was only like, I think I was 17. And I thought, geez, is, is, is he all right? Is he, you know, maybe he's having some sort of episode or something. Is he all right? And I went down to one of these, one where they, all the aisles were, where they kind of stored all the sort of forms and stuff. And he was down at the bottom of one of these aisles. Um, and uh, God, no. he was, um, <laughs> oh, he was uh, no. enjoying himself. <laughs> oh. No. At the bottom of his house, so I and I hadn't, and I still hadn't. I was like, Mike, are you alright? And he turned <laughs> no. around, and I went, Oh my god! And I went, and I literally just went, I'm gonna go and get myself a donut from Selfridges. I'll be, I'll be back in ten minutes. How did like, you react? I don't want to be here. And and then what I later discovered was basically down because. You just do it. Yeah, there was no. You know, he used to keep all his porn down down that end. 
And then he had a bit of a porn scheme going with the, the head of security where he would he order because it was a post room. He was ordering in porn from like Germany and stuff, and then passing it on to the head of security. And then after wow. after that, I I don't know and I didn't that want is, to know. That's, so, yeah, that's special. <laughs> I just I like to say that my that. like my comics are not yeah. like so, <laughs> I don't want people listening who've never seen my stuff before to be like Jesus Christ what is this <laughs> it's pretty much like the most innocent comparison <laughs> wow she's dark wow <laughs> Jesus Christ man <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, let's see what, let's see what no. those two stories into your comics. <laughs> no, don't. Yeah, they, they, yeah, yeah I want to get more weirdos into, like... Yeah, don't. I want to get more weirdos coming in, in as, like, customers <laughs> into the shop, but not as bad as that, I don't think. It is, you know, it's supposed to be teen, you know. Not, uh, you know, adults <laughs> or, you know, porn, basically. But, uh... Okay. Oh, dear. But yeah, but I think Ed, that's the that's the good thing about starting to talk about. Sorry, so the the art on um M- MPCT. I was gonna I was gonna okay. you finish and then I'll, um, then I'll, I'll I think that's the thing. nice thing about talking about um working in retail though because everyone has their own horror stories and I think everyone can just bond over it, you know. Because uh, anyone who says they enjoy working in retail, good for you, but kind of don't believe you <laughs> but yeah <laughs> yeah yeah oh yeah never never again no um so yeah so I, well you probably already answered the question i was gonna answer which is um how did you come up with the idea it's kind of a really roundabout thing to be honest because i kind of i wanted to do a modern fantasy story for a really long time um you know i've loved dungeons and dragons and lord of the rings and final fantasy for you know since my childhood but um it's weird because i think what really pushed me over the edge was that i had more of a story to tell in terms of like themes so i'm quite i'm a pacifist and i was getting annoyed about um you know uh all this stuff at the time it was like the first round of syrian airstrikes (laughs) was what really pushed me to write it which sounds really bizarre when you look at what the comic actually is but it's really about like you know i get into themes of like historical revisionism and like how do we deal with wars in the past and that kind of thing and it was just yeah which makes me sound utterly pretentious but just yeah as well and kind of like people's differences and yeah it was just all these like themes (laughs) and like stuff that made me socially upset (laughs) um pushed me into writing this really light slice of life magical fantasy comic about a tea shop which is really roundabout and weird but there it is (laughs) oh it's really cool and the the uh the art's got quite a real Mm -hmm. sort of um manga style to it would that be I'm utterly insulted. What the hell do you mean? No, it's 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 um it's quite it is it is intentional. I think it's mainly just um 
<laughs> I know some people wow. get quite, you know, can get a bit touchy when you say, oh, it looks like manga. It's like, yeah, if it looks like manga and you like it, then that's fine. Like, I, I'm really inspired by manga. Um, it's the kind of storytelling that I'm used to reading, um, that I really enjoy reading, um, especially when you get a really good self-contained story. Like, I think it... In many ways, I found that it covers a lot more bases than at least mainstream um, Western comics did. I think it's a lot better now. But when I was young, growing up, I was finding a lot more stories that I was interested in coming out of manga than I would coming out of like the big two, for instance. But um, yeah, so it wasn't particularly intentional that I wanted to draw it like that. But that is kind of how my style has evolved, I think, for better or worse. <laughs> but, yeah. Hmm. It's really funny. There's like a really long pause, and it's like a dramatic, like mic drop moment. Like, um, how would you afterwards? Like, yeah. <laughs> Every time I finish a sentence, it's really funny. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. we uh, we I keep doing this thing where <laughs> I keep doing this thing where I'm not like I I just don't talk because I'm scared <laughs> that the guest is about to start talking mm. again, and I can't tell because of this delay. And it's making it's making me oh, seem no. really incompetent at this job. <laughs> Which you know I am because it's I blame Skype. Hours. Skype is um, the worst. <laughs> but um, if I could figure out any other way of doing this, I, like I would instantly do it because I'm hating, <laughs> hating everything about Skype right now. But it's mm. it's what we've got to work with, isn't it? Yeah. So um, the question mm-hmm. I was going to ask was about um, Heart of Time. Um, is that now? Is that now done, or are you continuing it's, to um, work It's on, on hiatus, so I am going to work on it after I finished MPCT. Basically, it got to the point where um, I wasn't really happy with how I, was, mm-hmm. how I was producing pages. It was taking a really long time, and I wasn't pleased with where my art was at. So I kind of, MPCT is kind of like, weirdly enough, it's my break to try and make a graphic novel, finish mm-hmm. that, and then go back to my webcomic and kind of take everything that I've learned from MPCT and apply it to what I've done. Um yeah, because I think MP- um, Heart of Time was my first comic, <laughs> and there's lots of stuff that I like about it, but there's also a lot of stuff that, oh, oh my god. <laughs> so I'm excited to go back to it with um, what I've learned. And also, like, it does kind of, the way that I've written it, it's going <laughs> to tie into MPCT as well. So they're not going to be, you know, you can read both separately, it's not going to be that bad, it's not going to be MCU kind of levels, but Ooh. they are going to tie in in places as well, so that should be fun. Hmm. <laughs> good stuff you um you started sending a bit robotic oh no to am, I, am i am i a robot oh dear. oh dear oh actually you're fine now it's fine now <laughs> i think we're okay yeah <laughs> um so in terms of uh, NPCT, like how how much more is there to that story? Um, the fourth is coming out in time for MCM, right and um, which is my deadline is the sixteenth, so I'm going to be pretty much working flat out until then. But um, yeah, it's going to be eight issues long, and then I plan to finish it all by the end of this year. Um, and it'll be a graphic novel. But what I'm going to do for people who have collected the singles, because I kind of feel that feel that like people who collect singles sometimes get a bit of a bum deal. Um, the last issue is going to be kickstarted alongside the graphic novel, and I'm going to put in like a little wraparound thing or like a display case or something for everyone who has the singles, just to you know, so you got something nice out of it, you know. Yeah, 
because it is it's such an investment like if you do follow a comic from the beginning and collect all the singles like fair play to you that's such like dedication and support I don't know like you've gotta I think I feel I feel like you need to reward people somehow <laughs> yeah so you said um Mm-hmm. You're going to bring a title out, MCM. Um, so um, the question again I've been asking people is, uh, what's your favourite con to attend? And I should have really prepared an answer because I have been okay. like annoying you guys over Twitter for a really long time today and listening to this quite um, <laughs> while I've been working a bit religiously. A bit sad in a way. But, um, so I should have prepared, but um, I, I don't know. I really like... Um, <laughs> The smaller cons, I don't know why they've got a shout out so far. Vince probably did. Um, of you know, true be- true believers is a really good one. I really like true believers, and um, Sice is my local, so Cardiff Independent Comic Expo is really nice. Just because um, I think, like you, Stacey yeah. and Laura, is that I like MCM and I do well at it, and it's a good place to catch up with people. But it's just, I'm so, I, I get so ang- I get so overwhelmed. It's like I'll be fine for ages, and then it's just oh, there's just so many people, <laughs> especially when you're trying to work. It's it's really hard um and again a bit the same with um with thought bubble i love thought bubble but it's just there's just too many people i want to see Ooh. but um, and i've never really attended one just as a punter i've always been as an exhibitor so i'm not really sure what that's like um i'd imagine um true believers seems like such a solid yeah. con to go as an exhibitor and as a um as uh as a punter so i'd imagine it'd be the same answer to be honest but yeah, I really want to make it out to True Believers at some point because I always hear it is a it's a smaller con. Yeah. I'm not gonna I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. It's not like one of these. Um, it's not it's not huge, and I think in terms of when people exhibit there, it's like if you can afford if it's quite local to you and you can afford to get there, it is worth going. But if you have to go far and stay in a hotel, it might be a bit dicey in terms of what you sell. But um, it's so friendly and the people that organize it are so um, passionate about it that it is of all the like local cons. And it's slowly growing bigger over time as well. I'm saying that it's small and it's really it is starting to grow. So I'm really glad of that. Like it is if you're going to a smaller con, I'd say True Believers and hopefully like Sice as well is growing, too. So um, I'd really recommend those two are really great. But yeah. <laughs> And also, um, True Believers, they give out um, thank you cards to people who exhibit, which is really lovely. I think it's one of the only cons I go to. And there's a little card waiting for you at oh, your table. Nice. Like, oh, you know, they go the they go the extra mile. So yeah, they're really great. I know. I've like collected them. That's I still so have them because <laughs> they're so nice. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh, excuse me. So, um, actually, yeah, it's a quick random question because we mentioned sort of Disney and Marvel and stuff. Um, <laughs> if there were any sort of, are there any characters that if you could sort of draw and write for? Oh, that's really hard. Oh, I'm not sure. Oh, that's really difficult. I don't know. <laughs> um, I kind of feel, especially with um, yeah, when you're talking about Marvel and Star Wars. I don't know. I didn't really grow up with 
it that closely. Star Wars, yeah, but I kind of feel overexposed to it right now. Um, you know, because I liked, I quite liked the Lando um, <laughs> run they did. Was it last year or the year before with Lobot? That was quite nice. But I'm not sure I'd want to draw for it. Um, I would really like to revive. <laughs> there was this um, late 80s, early 90s show called The Pirates of Dark Water, which was, I would love someone Oh, maybe yeah. not me but someone to revive that because it was just so of its time and just really dark for a kid's cartoon <laughs> that i just yeah i think it's got a lot more to give there are lots of stuff getting launched at the moment that's just rehashes of something that's already great whereas that i kind of think there are ways you could take it that would be quite interesting but yeah oh, that's a hard one though man i'd love to work for dragon age <laughs> or like um Games-wise, there's loads of stuff. Or, um, <laughs> really enjoying Bioshock. I'd love to do something with Bioshock, but yeah, mm, it's hard. So I used to work in games. I don't so much game, anymore. Then. Like I used to work for um, an indie company, but yeah, I, I, okay. I, I don't know. Like I'm quite. I don't play the latest games because my setup is so terrible. Like I know you were talking about um, God of War earlier, and it was like I could just watch other people play it. I can't actually play it myself. Or like The Witcher. The Witcher is waiting for me <laughs> on my computer because I remember talking to. Um, to uh, a couple of people at MCM last year and they were like yeah you need to play The Witcher and I was like it's waiting I just can't my computer dies when I try to open it so um, yeah but I think there are some things that I just obsess over like <laughs> Dragon Age and um, the first two Bioshocks I really like and at the moment I'm working through Baldur's Gate which is a bit of a blast from the past but I never played that when I was younger okay. so yeah I really enjoy that but and yeah and I grew up on Final Fantasy but I find like I don't have enough patience anymore for it. They're such weighty games. I just... Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. kind of like, I've done my moves. Right, now it's your turn. Come on. Right, now it's my moves. Right, what am I going to do? Mm. Okay, I've done that. Right, it's quite good if you move. play them on an emulator. <laughs> you can speed it up. I like that. It's just cheating, basically. You know, um, oh, I really okay. enjoyed, I think my favourite was Final Fantasy VI, I think. But I've only ever played that through an emulator and it's just like, <laughs> you could just zip through everything. It's not, you know, yeah, it's not as time consuming, but yeah. Hmm. I, th I think the last Final Fantasy game I played, I think was, I want to say it was seven. Oh yeah, Barrett. He had a machine gun for an arm. Is, is yes. that the, one with the, the big murder in? Oh no, spoilers! Yes, twenty-year-old yeah. game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was careful not to say who did or got done a murder of. So, yeah, you know. I one person playing through Final Fantasy who miraculously That's has a... avoided all of the spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's just impressive. <laughs> and the, the thing is, I've never actually played a Final Fantasy game mm. in my life or watched anybody else play them either. But I know exactly how that bit goes down because if you've ever watched mm. a top 10 of anything to do with video games, oh. it's almost always in it. It's like top 10 most shocking things. Mm. Or, like, or top 10 video game moments. Yeah. I see, I, I always think one of my favourite video game moments, and I remember I actually got asked, I don't often get write, asked to write for other blogs, 
but I got approached by like a gaming blog and, I, and they were doing this sort of gaming moments thing and um, the guy listened to GS so he sort of said oh, would you would you write one for us and I was like okay um, and I did um, oh yeah it was metal, one of the Metal Gear games mm-hmm. um, and it was uh, and I think everyone sort of yes. says it but it was a fight isn't it with Psy- yeah. Psycho Mantis that was the villain and it's the one where like he taunts you to begin with by saying how shit you are because he tells you how many times you saved the game because his his power is um, he can read people's minds and he's like I'm, he said I've he said I I can read people's minds and I can control whatever and then he makes yeah. he said put the controller down so he put the controller down and then he make and then the controller starts to rumble because obviously he's using the power to make the controller rumble mm. he tells you how many times you saved the game he says it's shit and he says you can't beat me and I could not beat this guy everything you did you fired at him everything he was just dodging bullets and stuff I was like I don't know how to beat him and the way to beat and I think to this day I don't think I've ever seen a game quite so inventive the way to beat him was you had to take your controller out of the port it was in and plug yeah. it into another port because you couldn't that was just it. insane and I think wasn't there a thing as well didn't he delete your save or did I remember that wrongly he definitely read I remember seeing a clip of it where someone he was reading I out the titles remember. of all the other games that you played. I think there was like a, um, you know, it was like Super Mario Sunshine yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah. It was really funny. There is like a really recent game, <laughs> it, um, Undertale, <laughs> which um, counts your saves and stuff. That is an insane game. Um, it's really, the thing is, it's one of those things where people are, are quite put off by it because there's such a rabid fandom for it. But it's if you've never played it before, it is really worth checking out because it's cheap mm-hmm. and you don't need a really great machine to play it it's like all 2d right. like um you know pixel graphics and um yeah they do things like that like um th- there's a point in the game where they actively tell you to stop playing because you've found if you keep playing you will only make this game worse and it's all about like um you know reloading saves and you have to approach it i don't know how to say it without spoiling the game <laughs> you have to you can only you can only approach it from um just don't approach it like you approach any other game because if you do you're gonna have a bad time basically it's really it's just it it plays with you quite a bit which i like right but yeah it's a good game undertale it's called so undertale. yeah undertale. good but um undertale. i'm not ashamed to say that i cried in it i cried at the end it was very emotional, sad times. <laughs> good, good game. <laughs> Cannot play good again game, because I times. will weep. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> to be honest, I felt oh. similarly about the very start oh. of The Last of Us. So. A game, man. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. That, g- that game was a nightmare. I was watching. I was watching Rich play that, and to be fair, I never actually saw him complete it because he kept getting to one particular part and getting really frustrated. And um, Rich is like me; he's got a very short temper. Right. And when he can't do something within like two or three three tries, that's mm. it. He's not trying it again for a good couple of weeks. Um, but like, but that game just starts immediately with like, <sighs> oh, here's some heartbreak. <laughs> Well, I, I, said, I, I didn't get that far into mm. Last of Us because of the aforementioned clickers, um, <laughs> or tickers, whatever the hell they're called. Um, but I remember the opening of it, and it's like suddenly mm. I, I was like, I'm playing a disaster movie. Because like, everything just goes shit, and he's trying to like, just get out. 
and stuff. Mm. Would be, is, is it his no, daughter? I don't think it's his daughter. Is oh, it's I can't, oh, I can't, I can't remember. I can't remember ages. Um. No. Um, but I just remember, and then it you played that opening sequence. You're like, this is weird. Mm. And then suddenly it's like Last of Us. Like the game hasn't even started yet. Oh my god! And already I'm like. <laughs> and uh, have you s- have, have you seen there's like the DLC your, as well about um, Ellie? Oh my god, that is just that is heartbreaking. About before yeah. she meets up with the guy and what she got up to. Uh, I don't. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'll, 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 just, I'll just go back to Uncharted. Thanks. Just, you know what I mean? I'll just go back to Zookeeper. Yeah, you know what I mean? Just. just some wise cracking and you know people getting like punched and mm. and jumping explosions and Nathan Drake just going hey I'm the cleverest dude in the room everyone because I'm Nathan Drake you know rather than what I, Last of Us I just couldn't couldn't do it. Mm. You want to sit down to relax game, and isn't? play a game yeah. and then you're just hit with all these feelings. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but. yeah. That's what I, it's it's like. Um, when I, you know, I, when I play games, same thing like when I read comics or any sort of, you know, pu- hobby that I have, I want to be like entertained. I want to be whisked away from the world I'm in and and just have fun, you know. But when I'm whisked away and the world is like, it's the world I'm being whisked away from is on fire. Uh. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like yeah. do you know what? Maybe I'll just go and put Coronation Street on then because, you know, it's like... And that's sort of that's what I don't I don't understand with soaps. This is why I don't watch soaps. Is because like I remember being at um one year I used to, I did used to watch these things to be fair when I was younger. But um I watched it one year and I just remember and it was so it was like a Christmas one and it's always a, the the un sort of written rule. Oh is god, like, they're always the awful. Always was it the one where that woman got her head pushed in the dinner? Because I remember yeah, that. I mean, like, that was just oh. Yes, yeah, mm. I, I think that was one. It was like a domestic violence thing, and I don't, oh. I don't know if he hit her with an iron. And I was just like, and that's when I was done. I was just like, well, I, I had a moment of clarity where I was like, why am I watching this? Why, <sighs> you know? And say what you want, whether or not you like Star Wars or you know Marvel stuff. And so I just want to like sit down and just watch a film that just takes me away for two hours. I'm transported somewhere, and then you know, and then I'm put back to my life. Right there, you go off you go. You know, but that's fine. I feel a little bit mm. like a little bit of my own emotional baggage is kind of gone. Mm. But more and more with like the, the TV shows and um, genre shows and stuff like that, more and more of the shows that people are going, these show is amazing. You kind of sit down to watch it and you're like, <sighs> it is amazing. I think you kind of have wow. to um, earn it, to be honest. I find that if that's you've got really good say, characters yeah. and you can kind of see, um, you know, a time when things were good for them, then I can put up with the bleakness for, you know, it's just when everything is shit and you're not invested in the characters, it's really difficult to keep watching something. Like, I kind of feel that way about um, Walking Dead or, you know, there's a lot of series where it's just like shit after shit after shit after shit and these people are just so depressed all the time. (laughs) I I don't know. I read um, those, I I know they're not for everyone, but I read Robin Hobb, you know, The Assassin's uh, Apprentice, I think it's called, series. It's like 16 books. It's insane. But she does it really well in that 
you know, really awful things happen to those characters, but you get so invested in them that by the end you're just in bits, but you need to know what happens. <laughs> like I can, you know, oh, just oh my god, yeah, yeah I, I oh. emotional roller coaster is the phrase. <laughs> On that note, we're about at time, and we still haven't come up with oh, to, uh, <laughs> to the competition to win another copy. Okay, of okay, okay. You've got, you've got um, yeah. I think I will do a D and D question because I am based. A lot of it is based on D and D. I would say, oh, geez, oh no, pressure, pressure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. I'm no. gonna say what does D D stand um, for? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna find really... it's something Googleable though. Okay, I know. I'll, I'll pick something that's more of a guessing thing, like when you had the Coke the Coke thing. I think I'll do the same thing. So I'd like to say yeah. which what colour the dice that I okay. use the most frequently, what colour are they? It's a single colour. What colour are my set of D D dice? And I will message you what they are. And if you can guess what they are, and anyone who's played D and D with me, you can't you can't enter because okay. bloody bloody obvious. But uh, I will message you what they are, and that is probably the nerdiest question I can think of. There we go. <laughs> but yeah, I've messaged Excellent. you on uh, Skype. Cool. So you will. Oh. Perfect. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna message out. <laughs> um, yeah, and also there's kind of like a limited Ooh. amount of guesses. You know, but then it kind of surprised me with that Coke one because I was like, oh, there's only so many Cokes you could think of, you know, like vanilla, cherry, diet. And then someone comes up with, what was it? That really convoluted thing. I was like, oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. Like going instead. That yeah. this is great. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, looking forward to see what, <laughs> really forward to see what people come up with. Uh, mm hmm. <laughs> Mm. right Sarah well thank you so much for taking the time and uh, staying up late <laughs> to come and talk to us and keep us awake it is much appreciated oh. this, these are these are the hours we really mm. I mean obviously we've appreciated everyone that comes on but um, it, these are the hours we're like we need the help the most because <laughs> I think you need really some motivational sort of music going Although, like, copyright is going to be really terrible. Like, I don't think you can uh, stream it. But um, you need to have, like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if we talk yeah. all over. Live to win! <laughs> that kind of thing. Something really. It's going to pump you up. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Push it to the limit. Yeah. Push it to the max. <laughs> Sounds like an advert. It sounds Pepsi. like a montage from yeah. an eighties movie. Yeah, <laughs> Even Rocky had a montage. <laughs> montage. <laughs> Drinking and casting is the way to go. Reaching the top to hit Always you. Always out in a montage. Montage. <laughs> If you fade out, it seems like more time has passed. What do you need? You keep going. That and coffee. 
Yes. We've not, I, haven't even, I haven't had a coffee in like hours and hours and hours. Yeah, I'm thinking about busting out a coffee in a minute. I know. I'm going to wait until Mike wakes up. Yeah. <laughs> until until up? coffee binter's working up. When's his shift start? Well, he's coming back. He's, he's at the very least Ooh. going to be here by 3 a.m. I can't promise I'll be a quiz on us. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will be in bed. I probably won't be listening. Well, we, we, we've we designed it so that... um. <laughs> it, it'll actually be me versus Barry, but also we'll be writing oh, down the what? answers, oh. so you can play along at home as well if you want to. Yeah, and then and then Mike will give the answers afterwards, and we'll find out who's better, Barry. Oh my god! Have you checked Twitter? <laughs> Shit, just bloody healthy. <laughs> no. You just put up What's the question that you're expecting. I think you have a winner. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, I'm glad to leave it on that note. Um, but thank you so much for chatting to me. It's been really fun. I probably like brought it down quite a few notches with that porn talk. But um, yeah, and good luck. It's a really good cause, and um, I think you do. I hope you you smash the goal, and you do much more than one k because you deserve it. It's going. It's been really fun to listen to as well. So yeah. <laughs> Thank oh, you. thank you. Be- before you go, Sarah, I just want to say Connor sent a, sent a message on Twitter to say I can remember I can remember thinking working. <laughs> cool. Oh God, that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think we put everyone off. Now. It is cool, but where? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just just, just it, working in retail can be cool. Just be careful. <laughs> Well, I better go because I know you probably got people lined up to start at midnight, right? So, Ooh. okay. We have indeed. We have. So, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah you, I'd love to, but yeah, have a, have a good luck with the rest of it, and I will speak to you soon. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> this is what happens when Mike's not here. I get distracted trying to write down who's won what uh, questiony stuff. Um, where is David? Is he here? Right. He says it says he's away, but I'll check. I oh, see your husband has said I might be coming home very drunk in a bit. <laughs> well, he's just, he, he actually, um, my delightful husband actually uh, put £50 into our kitty and then I've just noticed that he also put another 20 in about an hour ago saying I might be drunk, have more money. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm, uh, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to argue with that. It's uh, It's more money for, um, for our charity, yeah. which uh, which is the British Heart Foundation, and you can donate to our fund at justgiving.com forward slash SPCP Live 3. I had a brief moment where I forgot it, but, but I pulled it back. You're back in the game. I pulled it back. Yeah, and we're at 15 hours. We are at 15 hours? You've got less than 10 hours left. That's a lot of hours. Yeah, but I'm looking at it less than 10 hours. We're into single figures now. That's the way to look at it. <laughs> I feel like I should uh, let Lee Grice know that he has indeed won the NPCT bundle plus 
uh, a copy of Elemental, and I want to say it's pronounced Mika. Could be Mika though. I don't know. Which is a social media Mike's comic. Oh. Yeah, kindly donated. I think so it's, um, uh, I think it's Mika. I think it's Mika. Mm. Mika doesn't seem right. I <laughs> I am going to. Uh, I'm going to might, might do some prizes. I'm going to donate. This might not seem like a prize to people, but you know, we'll see how you go. Because I'm British, so I'm being like. Whatever. Am I going to have to put another prize packet? Yeah, I, I'm. I'm going to. I'm going to donate a um, a copy of uh, Fallen Heroes, which won't be signed because I'll need to order that. <laughs> so um, a copy of uh, Forgotten Warriors, which is the sequel to Fallen Heroes, which will be signed. Um, and I may chuck a comic in, but I'll see. Okay. I might ch- chuck in a series two of Raygun and Starburst okay. on CD. Right. People want it. Yeah. People yeah, want to hear my dulcet tones. Yeah. I do a, a proper British accent in it. Do you? Yeah, did you know that? Huh? You... I, pl- I play a librarian and she's um, she's incredibly posh. And she is after... She needs more space in her infinite library. That's pretty good. <laughs> I quite enjoyed it. Yeah. I was being a bit of a nefarious British knob. When I recorded it, I really enjoyed doing it. <laughs> good. Good for you. Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm getting distracted by writing stuff down, sorry. Um, but, like, I feel like we're doing okay. Um, I would like David to show up, if he can. <laughs> this might be the, the, the one time when we've uh, fluffed up the time difference or something. Oh, uh, okay. Um because here's the thing, right, that you, if you ever want to organise a 24-hour anything that involves having plenty guests, there's one thing you should take into account before you start inv- inviting people on, and mm-hmm. that's whether or not the British clocks are going forwards or backwards, and whether or not the person where they live, whether their clocks are going forwards or backwards in between the time that you book them. Ah. <laughs> Because our clock, I started inviting people in October last year, and our our clocks went back at the end of October and then forward again at the end of March. Okay, I've got you. Um, so I mean, luckily in that sense, it wasn't too much of a problem because it just meant that they would be back at what they were when I was inviting people at the start of October, because <laughs> they went back an error but then forward an error again. So it's fine. You give me a headache now. But no, the biggest problem is America. Not everywhere middles with their clocks. So only certain time zones diddle with their clocks. And so I had to really take into account who was going to be doing what and where and when and where are they and who knows. And I just, it's it's too much for my tiny brain to handle. (laughs) Um, As Lee Grice will attest to, I am not good at uh, British summertime and whatnot. Who is? Um, So uh, I want to say we obviously thanked... Rich, yes, because uh, he's donated. Um, but a big thanks to um, Pete Rogers, who's donated a tenner. Uh, Thank you, Pete. Thanks, Pete. Uh, I didn't actually have to say how much he donated. I could have just said thanks for donating. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Don't mean to put people on spot. And stuff. He tried. He tried a donation shame. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> donation. No shame. Um, so we are now currently at eighty-five percent. Oh, nice. Um, £854. So we have now got 15% to go, or technically 16% to get us over. That's uh, that's not too shabby. It's not too shabby. Because we've still got, like, 
like nine hours to go. Got nine hours to go and... I wish I hadn't said that. No, no. <laughs> Why did I say I that? I don't know. I don't know. Why so we've I got nine that? hours to go and we've got a hundred and... Um, I'll say 150 quid to go. Yeah. Basically, that would push us over. Yeah, 150 quid would push us over. I would really, really like this to go over the donation target. Um, I think it's a it's a really, really worthwhile cause. It is. And um, I don't <laughs> I don't want to like toot my own horn because I I think there are definitely uh, endurance challenge events that are probably more difficult than this. But for me, um, like. I don't want to try and like oversell this, but it is really hard to organise and schedule and promote it and then do it and not fall asleep and do all of that whilst having anxiety and a little side order of paranoia. <laughs> so <laughs> sending out waves of emails to people and not getting as many back as you would like is, is not great for somebody who suffers with a little bit of um a little bit of paranoia. It is difficult. And I know the classic thing is, you know, if you're raising money, not not to compare things, but you know, you, you run, you know, you go and do a marathon and stuff like that. And yeah. it's and it's a very physical thing and I'm not taking anything away from that because it is amazing to do that. And sometimes it could seem that well all you're doing is sitting in front of a mic for 24 hours. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, you know, even try just sitting somewhere for 24 hours yeah. solidly. Um, the thing is, you have to be engaged and stuff as well. You can't, you're not literally just sitting, talking. You have to be listening to the people that are on. You have yeah. to be responding. You have to be making sure that you are being entertaining. It's not just sitting here, list, you know, just casually. <laughs> sitting in marking time. Yeah. In 24 hours, you just like pick up just the chair and into check, the yes, canal. That's me done. <laughs> yeah, doing the canal. You know, and, and it is the fact that you've done an amazing job like organising it all and all that sort of stuff. And um, I've got my point now. Um, <laughs> but it, it, I think Dave said this on GS when we were talking about that. And he said, you know, if, you, if anyone, certainly podcasters will, will get it, you know, if you've done any interviewing or anything like that and you've had to arrange an interview and then do the questions and stuff like for one person and then you times it by 24 yeah that's <laughs> it, it, that's about the best way i can say that you know yeah. the, the amount of effort you've kind of got to put into it and as you say that you get a, there's a diminishing return to that because obviously when you normally do an interview for a podcast you're doing one interview you're fresh because you're all geared up yeah. for that one interview and that's it so all your adrenaline is for that one interview whereas actually we're doing 24 interviews roughly mm-hmm. um plus you've got the added thing of you're getting more and more tired yeah more and more my leg my right leg is actually really killing me i'm gonna have to stand my, up in a minute my right butt cheek is a hundred percent dead okay <laughs> it has no feeling it's good to know. I haven't even I'm not even talking about my last year they could be they could be like just dead they could be on fire and I wouldn't know <laughs> um, and uh, you know my I can feel my voice is like it's not going but it's certainly huskier yeah. than it was when I started yeah yeah definitely um, it's gone sexy <laughs> it's gone it's gone past midnight sexy has it? <laughs> <laughs> welcome to nude tunes <laughs> jazz <laughs> Um, so yes so it is it is quite the endeavour yeah um, but that's worth it's worth it because it's a it's a great charity so 
Um, and everyone has absolutely been fantastic today. The people that have come on, the people who have tweeted and shared the links, um, and obviously the people who have donated as well, mm-hmm. some more than once and stuff, it's, it's just been fantastic. And obviously this is the second time that I've done this, and it, it every time you sit down to do something like this, you kind of think you see that total, that zero and stuff like that. And you sort of think, how are we going to do this? You know, how are we going to get this kind of mind together? And then you see these people kind of coming together to do that. And it's like awesome and amazing. Um, and we're going to have to riff for an hour, aren't we? It's looking like it. I'm just going to try and drop David an email um, just to see. Because um, I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at my email to him and it doesn't look like we've fluffed up the time zones. So, um, or, or we can... Someone can raise their hand on on Twitter if they want to come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's half, that's for, that's a good point for half fair. an hour. Um, we can do a test and say if anyone's listening, he wants to come on for half an hour or come back on. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you're more than welcome. Yeah, because it's looking like I'm not going to get. Um, sadly, as well, I've just had a message from. Um, uh, Cranny from the Turtle Power podcast, and um, he's just done a vomit. <laughs> so it doesn't look like he's going to be with us this evening. But luckily, we may have. Um, Who's that? Somebody's messaging me. Let's find out. <laughs> Let's just call Sarah back. Um, yeah, sadly enough, uh, Cranny's feeling a bit poorly. Sad, Hello. So. Um, but we'll still have. Wow, that was really quick. <laughs> Hello. I messaged you twelve seconds ago. <laughs> and it was Maybe. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I literally saw it and went, "Oh God, yes!" So oh, I have to look and stop riffing. <laughs> oh man. But like, just, yeah, no, you were saying, oh, it's just so much work goes into this, and this is so like we're so tired. It's like, does anyone listen and not think that though? Like, this is such a massive job, man. Like, I don't... <sighs> I mean, <laughs> I th- the only reason I sort of said it was because um, I mentioned it at work the other day, and I've got to admit, I work in a place where yeah. not many people know what a podcast is. Um, and so I've had to explain that a couple of times to a couple of different people. But when I said I was doing it, they were like, yeah, and... And I was like, 24 hours, though? And they were like, yeah, that's oh, not that long. Like, no, no, it absolutely is. And they were like, well, you'll be a bit tired. But I was like, the thing, I think the thing that people for, people genuinely forget is that for yeah. me, it's not been 24 hours. It's been since October. Yeah, so it's been that. like six months for me yeah. of like sending out emails and getting either no reply or rejections or getting responses mm. and then having to like actually schedule things. And like I say, me and my time. I think you messaged me about this lame. like <laughs> so, <laughs> God, before uh, Christmas or something. <laughs> yeah, so... A yeah, million no, years ago. Just, they're insane. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Twenty four <laughs> hours is a really long time to just talk constantly for twenty four hours. What universe did they come from? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was quite funny because um I don't know if either of no. you guys have listened to the podcast Wiki Shuffle. 
Um, it's on a bit of a hiatus at the moment. I really like it. So basically what they do is they press the random article Amazing. button on Wikipedia and just read through it and riff on it. Okay. Um, and they do two or three articles a time. It's really good. Um, but wh- what they do occasionally is they invite guests on and they get the guests to actually oh. take a specific article with them. And so um, I did a bit of research when I went on um, into... Because um, I went on before the last live show so it would have been two years ago now and um, to sort of promote it and uh, i thought oh i know what i'll do i'll take an article I'll take an article about escaflone because it's my favorite anime and not enough people watch it and then i'll take an article about like a 24-hour endurance charity event because that will tie in mm-hmm. with what i'm doing and it could be fun um i typed in 24-hour endurance marathon into uh, Wikipedia, and the first article what? I got was about <laughs> masturbatathon. <laughs> Perfect, <laughs> right? And it's the mo- like. Just... So here's the thing that I just want to say. I just want to say to anybody listening. Please go on Wikipedia Masturbatathon for the logo alone, which is a penis with the hind legs of a lion okay. and wings for I no always... reason. I'm, I'm going to do I'm, it I'm now, but I'm regretting I'm my... Uh, oh, oh, my God. You start typing it and it comes up in Wikipedia. <laughs> like, it's one of the suggested answers. <laughs> what the... What the... What the fuck is this? <laughs> oh, my God. Great. That's great. That's, that's... Yeah, so, um, I mean, when you actually read... When you actually read the article, it's actually quite a nice thing that a group of um, like adult shops in America decided to get together and do to try and break down the taboo of self-pleasure whilst also raising money for sex-positive charities. But the funny thing to me was is when you carry on reading it, you find out that they, they had things like awards for like <laughs> the, the, the person to orgasm the most. So I was thinking... That's gonna oh I mean, is somebody like up in your chuff checking out <laughs> like, what, what, yeah. how do they how is that adjudicated? Is, is there any <laughs> is there any is there any conceivable way we could change this subject? <laughs> if you know of any other twenty four hour marathons, mate. Hello. Oh, it's Richard. I got really panicked then because somebody came through the front door and I was like, oh my God, a strange man. <laughs> but it's just my husband. <laughs> Hello, Rich. Hello, mate. What are you doing? Are you drunk? Why are you back to one um, Because that was slowing down Skype really badly and there was a massive delay. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah, it was a nightmare. I was so. going to say it was a long story involving ninjas, but that's fine. Go oh, with, go sorry, with that, I ruined it. Do you, you want to tell a story involving ninjas? No, it's fine. <laughs> Fucked it now. <laughs> Did you go see Avengers again, Rich? No, I've literally just left my barbecue. Oh, fair enough. That's why I've come home. I've already pressed it. You're not on the line, Chris. Hello! Yeah, no, we're talking Hi. to Sarah Norman at the moment. Hello. Oh, that there you are. Sarah did Aww. say hello. He can't hear you because he doesn't have headphones. Mike's um, gone to bed. Mike's gone to bed, yeah. <laughs> but he's coming back down later. Yeah. All right, the sun getting to just sleep. Just updating the husband Jeez. there. Uh, <laughs> And also, <laughs> I'm also eating wow. hair. I don't want to be doing that. Why is it? Why is it happening? Oh, it's God. a hair that's trapped in my glasses hinge. That's why it's happening. So you you were gonna say you were gonna say, Sarah, that you had the whole kind of Disney rent all lined up. Well, yeah, let's, I think I pretty much got a lot of it out of my system, <laughs> like in you know in my allotted time. But um, yeah, it was weird. Like I think 
you know, when you sign up to work for them, you kind of see what a massive empire it is. So they sit you down and you have to watch a video and it's like, Disney have, uh, everyone thinks it's just Disney films and Disney animation, but here are all the other companies we're involved in. And like the girls that were getting inducted at the same time as me were like, oh, this is so interesting. And I was there like, like, it is fucking terrifying. I don't know if you're the least <laughs> bit like socialist or questioning of capitalism disney is not the place for you jesus christ <laughs> like oh i don't know man oh. yeah i don't know why i thought i could last there it's just not not my thing but i did i do enjoy like disney films like um uh who was it was just tweeting just now saying that um yeah bevis is it bevis i'm sorry that is right isn't it yeah he was saying like, oh, I wanted to chat about Disney and I really enjoyed Coco. And, you know, yeah, there is like, you know, Coco is, was good. And there are good things about Disney. I made it sound like I hate it. But just oh, when you've worked for them, you kind of the magic kind of <laughs> dies a little bit. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Oh my god! Coke with Thing that is, as well, ball. they make you wear um, <laughs> they make you wear like brown, sensible work shoes, so you can't wear trainers. Things that don't have any grip. You have to have shoes that slide about. Like it is insane. The amount of times I nearly died trying to run after you know a kid that was trying to nick something. Just oh my god! Yeah, it was not practical. Though it was good if the few we did have a couple of pukers. And you know that was good. Easy to clean. <laughs> Easy to clean. Maybe that. Maybe that was our priority. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. sounds great. Very strange. Good to place. know. It's, as I said before, though, it's like really good fuel for writing. I've got like a couple of comics lined up that are based on my time working at Disney. So you know, after I've finished MPCT. You know, I'll be working on half time, but then I'll have another graphic novel lined up, hopefully to pitch to someone. I hope that would be fun, but yeah, and it's going to be horror. So, woo! <laughs> but, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Exciting. Um. Hey. Okay. Do you want me to? Do you want me to off then? Um, if you wouldn't, mo- if you wouldn't mind, mind, mind how dare you? you. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. but, uh, well, I'm actually going to bed now, so I, I hope um, the rest of you goes pretty well. And thank you for having me oh, again. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'll speak to you soon. <laughs> thank bye, you for coming bye, back on again. Bye. Thanks, Sarah. Take care. So, Rich, do you want some leftover pizza? Well, I want to say no. There's, a, there's like some sort of um, meat feasty I thing. A lot of barbecue. I had an awesome Sebastian Gula. Ooh. Yeah, there's, uh, that's meat feast, that one. Is yours, has yours got a barbecue base? Uh, no. Anybody Mine... want some Abatelle? No, thank you. Is that a fancy whiskey? But that is a fancier whiskey, it's so... It's a 50 quid a bottle, so... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's a gift to me. Ooh, <laughs> I never turned down anything. <laughs> you want a lap dance? <laughs> uh, I can sing if you want while he does it. Dipping low, picking up... I feel like I've got to say yes now. I feel like I've been backed into... Oh, okay. Can the whiskey first, Yeah, okay. We'll see, how we'll, we'll, see, we'll see how we go. <laughs> no, stop distracting us with your sexy behind, Rich, because I'm going to call David Solomon. <laughs>
Oh no, why does this keep happening? It keeps saying, call no answer, please retry, and I'm not allowed on David's typing. Are you, yeah, maybe you're trying to do it as a video call. No, because that's that one, isn't it? Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> there's been so much inside baseball, how does the skywalk business. Let's try it again. I might have to get him to call me. Yeah. Um, yes. Oh, oh, Vega. Hello. hello. One second here. Oh, hello. Okay, can you hear me? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> there you are. Yes, yes. we can indeed. Ah. We've been having a, a little bit of Skype trouble today, um, so oh, no we might be a bit slow on the uptake with respect. Well, I was horribly late. So I'm so sorry. I'm actually not in Los Angeles tonight, um, and I got all my times mixed up. Uh, well, it's personal. I've got, I'm visiting some friends and family, but I'm on the east coast of the United States, so it's three hours time difference from what we originally set up. Uh, oh no, no! Are we on? Are we on the air right now? Are we? Just, just annoying all of your family. We are. We are on the air. So, right. How's it been going? How many hours have you been going now? <laughs> Wow. So we've, we've Are you going 24 total? 15 and a half. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I apologize to anyone who's waiting are for me at the top of the hour, but I'm here now. Yes, it's all good, though. The important thing is that you're here now. And I have to say, oh, before thanks. we get started, <laughs> you've got one cool ass voice. It pays the bills. It does. It pays the bills. Yeah. You see. Yeah. I, I couldn't. It pays, yeah, it pays for it. I couldn't... I couldn't well, you know, it's not always about the voice. You know, this kind of types me, puts me in a category, but um, it's really mostly about the acting ability. So pretty much anyone could do this yeah. if they, they're good enough of an actor. They might not play the parts I play. They play their own parts. Yeah, I think that that's... Yeah, that's the theme that's come across. We talked to a few um, voice yeah. actors today, and that's very much the theme that's come across. Is You know, it's the acting... It's not. It's not just about having like a you know clever sounding voice. Yeah, I think the clever part. I, I think of it as an icing on the cake kind of situation. You can't just eat the. Well, you could just eat the icing, but I don't think it would uh, be very special. You need a cake along there, something, something to put it on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I d I don't know how to comment on that because I have. Been caught before <laughs> just eating a tub of Betty Crocker frosting, so <laughs> just with a spoon. <laughs> um, so, David, just to uh, do a bit of an introduction, would you like to tell uh, the lovely listeners who may not know who? Sure, I am a voice actor. Um, I play uh, Gorilla Grodd on Legends of Tomorrow and The Flash, and I also work on uh, the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy animated series as Drax, animated series version of the movie. Uh, I have previously done Transformers quite a bit, uh, uh, Shockwave in Transformers Prime, and years ago, Depth Charge in Beast Wars. Excellent. Yeah, we. Um, I met uh, Mr. Soblov at um, Auto Assembly a couple of years ago, the same year that um, Townsend Coleman was there. Oh, okay. And... Um, <laughs> basically my lasting memory of uh, of David is 
being in the queue to meet Townsend Coleman and and him uh, making a sort of the sandwich uh, box, yes, that was character right. out of a sandwich packet. <laughs> I, I was just in New Zealand for another convention. I was just I in New Zealand part. for another convention, and it was Easter, and I I the line was waiting for us, and and I said, "Do you all know? Here comes Peter Cottontail," and no one had heard of that. It's an American song, and no one. In, and, and I just got the blank stares from New Zealand, and then I did it in kind of a goofy southern u.s accent here comes peter cottontail up and down the bunny trail and they really stared at me like who is this guy <laughs> singing helps at those conventions it's, it's fun singing helps i agree singing, singing helps any situation i think uh we have burst into song a few times we have in the past 15 hours yeah and i, I I will say I'm sure it won't be the last time we'll burst into song before this. Is that like bursting into flames? Really confident on that. Me too. Is it spontaneous? It just comes flying out. Do you know what? It, it, I tell you what, it's felt like that sometimes. It's felt like. I'm well, gonna, I, I I'm hope you've been eating song. and taking breaks. Well, take we've been eating whilst we podcast. It's been a very solid. Uh, 15 and a half hours we just keep sort of leaning away from the mic to chew things <laughs> yeah I've, I think I've I think I've left the desk I think I've left the desk three times you've been really good I've needed to wee an inordinate number of times um, I would I like to why. see that line in a cartoon I've I needed to why. I don't know why it's been wee a bit weird an but... inordinate number of times that would be a great line <laughs> <laughs> It's it's a character that then gets diagnosed with diabetes. Imagine Gorilla Grodd saying that. That, That's my lasting memory from the Babysitter's Club books. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think... um, You never know. Legends of Tomorrow is pretty weird. Legends of Tomorrow. (laughs) You never know. I do do have to say, out of the the CW shows, um, that tends to be the one I watch first. Because it, because mm-hmm. it's just fun and it kind of wears its heart on its sleeve. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so, how did you, I auditioned, but it was a very small audition. Run? I was very lucky. The uh, the casting people literally heard me in an office somewhere and said, "Oh, you should come try for this." And I believe only three people tried for it. So it's one of those very unique opportunities. They didn't think the part was going to be a huge thing. They weren't really planning on, on doing a huge amount with a voice for it. Or they, was th- they were thinking of maybe recasting it later on, I think. And it went well, and we just kept going. So I'm very fortunate to have that part. I love it. One of the things I was going to ask about was because a lot of the voices that you do that I've heard are, um, are, are very sort of deep and, and often quite quite gruff. Um, how do you make sure that you keep your voice? A lot of it is vocal rest. Know, good um, condition. I, I, uh, <laughs> I look to the example of Frank Sinatra years ago. He didn't even speak on Sundays. And it really does make a huge difference. If you've been using your voice a lot, uh, doing oh, some yeah. screaming, wow. you need time off. Just like an athlete, you couldn't work out every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, yeah, we were literally just saying about how crap our voices are getting already. <laughs> yeah, my, my voice sounds nothing like it did this morning. I mean, <laughs> this morning I sounded like I was from New York. Uh, it's a lot. No, it's, it's, to do 
this sort of a marathon <laughs> is really tough on okay. anyone. So good for you. So tell me, I, I know this is me interviewing you now, but tell me again about the charity that you're, you're raising money for. Well, um, it was actually Barry that chose the charity because this is the third time that I've hosted the 24-hour live shows and we've done a different charity every time. Um, and I asked I asked Barry to choose this time because it's his second time in the uh, in the hot seat. Um, and, I mean, I've got, I've got a heart condition anyway. Um, and when I was diagnosed, which took a few years to get sorted out anywho... Um, there wasn't a lot of like information available on the NHS that was particularly comforting to me. Um, so I, I ended up using a lot of the um, information from the British Heart Foundation to basically calm myself down and realise that I'm probably not going to kill anyone mm-hmm. of uh, some sort of heart-related death. Um, but I'll let, I'll let Barry explain why you... Uh... Yeah, so the reason I, I chose the charity <laughs> is... Um... My so my my mother and my uh, oldest brother both um, passed away from heart disease. My um, oldest brother um, died very suddenly from a heart attack um, in his mid fifties, um, which was a uh, obviously quite quite a shock to all of us. Um, and uh, I, I kind of I think when Stace asked me, you know, to choose a charity, it kind of jumped in my head straight away. And I haven't even said said this. So we. So we so a couple of years ago, my dad passed away, and he was like the last person in the family home. Um, so when he sort of passed away, we, me and my my remaining brothers um, sold the family home, and so obviously it had all the furniture in there, you know. And this was the house I grew up in. I, I didn't know any other house, and um, all of all of that furniture, at least the majority of it, actually went to the British Heart Foundation. Um, and um, again, we had a clear out at my my own house, my own sort of house in Northampton, um, and we had a lot of furniture we were getting rid of, and that went to the British Heart Foundation. So for me, it's kind of it, it seemed a kind of natural fit to kind of nominate this as as my charity because I, I kind of wanted to do something, I guess, as a kind of tribute to them to just I don't know, just do something because I think uh, you know when you lose people. It's it's that thing of you think after a certain amount of years it's fine and you you start to get back with your life and stuff. But what you you realise is is you never you're never quite the same. Mm-hmm. Every time you lose someone, you're mm-hmm. never quite the same. They always they always take that little bit with them, you know. And uh, for me, it's kind of it's kind of doing this to kind of give something back. And you know, me sitting there for twenty four hours talking. Yes, it's it, it is difficult in one respect, but you know what? It's not half as difficult as as burying your oldest brother and having to speak at his funeral. That's one of the hardest things I've ever sure. had to do in my life, I never had, never expected to do. So, to, so for me, it, to kind of sit here and, and, and be a little, be uncomfortable for twenty four hours is a kind of small price to pay to do something good. And if it means that we, you know, they can um, find ways to help people who have heart disease or to detect it earlier and stuff like that. Um, to stop people having what I've had to go through. Yes, I know we all we all we all pass away at some stage, but you know we don't always, we don't always have to pass away as suddenly as as we do. Um, well, that's very noble. It's good that so, yeah, um, that, that's, that's you might be able to help someone else not go through this. If they could make some some advances and and you could help a little bit, I'm sure they'll appreciate yeah. it. So, what were your financial goals for today? How much money did you want to make, and how have you been doing? 
We uh, we set actually it's um we set the goal for a thousand pounds, which um I wasn't a hundred percent sure we were gonna hit <laughs> just because I'm mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm British and I'm not very good at promoting things. So um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like in our DNA, then. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so yeah. At the last check in, let's have a look at what we're doing. So we're at eight hundred and fifty-four well, at the moment. These are pounds. These are pounds, um, right? British pounds. Which is not far off, actually. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me let me contribute. Yes, he's correct. Yes. One hundred and forty-six to bring you to a thousand. Oh, oh. See, David. Absolutely. Just tell me how to get it to you. Tell me how to get it to you after the show, and I'll do it to you. One forty-six. That takes you right to a thousand, doesn't it? There you go! Yay! It does. It does. It. Holy crap! <laughs> yeah, we can go to bed now. <laughs> welcome. You're welcome. Oh wow! Thank you. That's, that's well, and I know aside from um, seeing people and, um, and doing interviews and doing in um, conventions and stuff, um, it's time for me to give back. I've done very well. Um, I've had. Um, a great thing that I've got to do with my life, and I want to try to give back whenever I can. So if, if this uh, this helps someone, I'll, I'd be happy to do it. Thank That's you. That's so brilliant. We were talking earlier, weren't we, about how we think at the moment, like what the world. Yeah, is there's a lot of mean going on right now. We need to be kind to each to other. Another. So. Because um... we're all, you know, at the end of the day, even. Yeah. At the end of the day, even someone like Donald so Trump, you know, speeches. the very last day yeah. of his life, maybe he'll have a feeling or two. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> I hear he's uh, coming over to visit <laughs> pretty soon. Oh, you know, you never, you never know. Oh, is he? Uh, yes, I believe it's uh, Birmingham he's coming to, which is where I live, so I am 100% <laughs> ready to uh, protest that bad boy. <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be some interesting fun times. Yeah. yeah you could call yeah. it um call it uh, you, you want to leave you could call it Trexit. You want to get started on that. <laughs> Trump exit Trexit. <laughs> Trexit. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I just don't want him to be here to begin with. I feel like if he well, well, didn't they sort of decide that he wouldn't have a, a royal visit? You know, he wouldn't Surely. have the, the proper state visit. The the queen would not be seeing him. And yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think that's why he's coming to Birmingham rather than London because uh, I think they feel like he. I think he'll. I you know I've been to Birmingham well and, as London. you know, and I, I think he'd be welcome less be Birmingham. here in Birmingham. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think he might be too. But anyway, <laughs> no, we're really uh, we're, we're, tro- we're we're trudging yeah. along here yeah. in California, um, so, uh, somewhat yeah. isolated <laughs> from it, which is good. But it is a very unusual, challenging time in the U.S. and and, and all over the world. But so, yep, doing a, a day of kindness is a wonderful thing. So good for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks. Um, so kind of get back to the questions. I'm going to skip right down because I've got this question down. And um, yeah, I've done a, a, a few different Call of Duty. The most famous one that Would I did that was right? Call of Duty: Modern Warfare, where I was the Lieutenant Vasquez. Yes. Yeah. At, at the, this is this is the um, yes. Luke, he dies in a nuclear explosion. Luke, Luke that was a possible. That, that could have been a career-ending yeah. role. I yeah. couldn't speak for six months after we were done. 
and that was a, a life changer for me because I, really? I completely changed the way I approach things. You know, I talk about rest. Well, I also now am realizing that you can't scream for four hours for five sessions or four sessions. You have to um, do it for maybe two hours. And if they don't, you know, at, at a certain point, you just say, you know what, probably something I can't do. Uh, I spoke to a casting director about that once, and she said the only one that would still even sound like the character after an hour was Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, but most people don't even sound like the characters, so wow. there's no point. And for the most part, I mean, that was about 10 years ago when we did that, I think, somewhere around 10 years ago. And I think they've learned, the the, the industry's matured yeah. a bit more, and, and they realize there's only so much the human voice can do. And uh, But yeah, I was, I was talking like this for six months. And then finally just came back. So yeah, that was uh, a lot of screaming. Um and you'll you'll hear me commanding the truth. It was constant though. Uh, you'll you'll hear that that voice is a very intense character. Yes, yeah. Because I I remember playing the I, I remember playing the game and I remember that that level, um, and it it kind of blew my mind at the time because I remember thinking like he's dead and the screen went blank and stuff like that and it was it was kind of. It was weird because you're playing the game. You know you're playing the game, and you know you can kind of get up and walk away from it. But at the same time, it was quite. It was actually quite scary. It was a real. It was quite. Yeah, yeah. Hey, well, I'm glad it, it yeah, had great. impact. But it was great. Voice it definitely had impact on everyone, the audience and me, personally. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that hmm. that was a big uh, a big milestone in my career. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Say again. Probably more you than anyone else, by the sound of it. Yeah, but it's okay. You know what? Probably it more became you than a bit of an iconic role. It all worked out. My voice came back, so it all worked out. My voice is probably a little gravelier than it was before, and I, I don't have much of a high end, but I still have my voice. So, mm-hmm. um, Are there any sort of uh, voices, voice work out there that you like? I'm thinking like uh, characters or... I've always wanted um, to play Batman. ...that you would like to do? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think you'd be a fantastic Batman. I, I do, yeah. 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 Maybe you, someday yeah, we'll see if there's an opening. You could do that. you get my vote. Uh, I, I've been enjoying Lobo recently. There's more Lobo coming down the pike for people who enjoy that character. Yeah, and Grodd will continue and nice. Drax is continuing and... Uh, I'm I'm still having fun, but uh, yeah, Batman is one of the ones that's on my bucket list, as they say. Um, yeah. That's you really the only one that comes to mind per se. Uh, I always like the delicious, intelligent villains. Delicious mm-hmm. meaning they they just um, they luxuriate over it, they enjoy it. Yeah. Um, the screamy, yelly villains, not so much, but the um, the ones that are intelligent and sort of plan out their their take over the world. That's always fun. I well, I think um, you could do a I've pretty good that, so We'll see. Though. I'd like to do that. I have been working. I haven't saying I'm not saying I was hired for that. I'm saying I've been working on getting that role because I'd like to get that me. role. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, no. Generally, I yeah, I think yeah, I think I had fun with that. And he has the he has the same. Um, oh yeah, no, he like, does. Obviously, um, can't see, can't is he always portrayed as bald, or is that just in um, on the television show? Um, 
He, he's mostly bald. He's mostly I find that most of my characters are um, bald for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> the same as me. <laughs> uh, see, yeah, if, if you get I'll be Batman, okay. Uh, I'm, right, I'm trying to get some on-camera stuff as I get older and just different things, some directing, uh, on-camera directing, so there'll be some of those things coming up. Just trying different things. Oh, okay. Ooh. My voice makes more sense. At, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, sure. So sure. Well, alongside like to move the voice, but um, it seems that at my age, um, the the voice has started to make more sense. It made a little bit less sense when I was 22 years old. They weren't always sure what to do with me. Um, but now, with a little bit of gravel, a little bit of age, it it all kind of falls into place. Oh, sure. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm just taking a little sip of amaretto. <laughs> <laughs> don't mind if I do. Um, so you were saying that uh, that you feel like the acting is mm-hmm. a big part of voice acting, obviously, because it's, otherwise it's pretty much just reading words off a, uh, off a page. Have you got much experience in the, you know... In acting, have you been in a, a lot of stuff there, or was it more of a Well, I, I studied at, with Sanford Meisner at the Neighborhood Playhouse in New York, and that, he was an iconic teacher many years ago, and I definitely learned to act. Now, I, I never like to say that it, what I do isn't acting, because it really is. You know, as I say, it not only does it have to be like acting, but it really is acting. It's just acting without the face. Mm. Um, you can wear pajamas, you can look any way you, you look, but um, at the end of the day, it's very similar. You know, when I get on-camera actors that want to study with me, I do some teaching. I do some demos for people. Um, they they realize it's really just applying their skills that they, they have on camera, except they can't really uh, use anything physical that will help them, except it does help to stand while you're performing it and, and physically move uh, as long as it doesn't get hurt on the mic. But there's not a lot to really teach beyond the acting. There's a couple of small technical things. So anyone listening out there who wants to get into voice acting, if you ever get into a school and they say, you need like 10 lessons in, in mic technique, no, you don't. I can teach you that in 10 minutes. <laughs> I um, I was saying earlier when we, we spoke with Townsend Coleman that um, I've, I've done – I keep making it sound like I'm a voice actor and that's not true at all. I've done one <laughs> one project once and it was a bunch of friends that did uh, an audio drama and um, and I kept getting told off because I was acting too much behind the mic and I kept <laughs> I kept hitting my boobs. Well, that that's an unusual mic placement. <laughs> usually that's usually it's um, placed a little higher. So um, there's a that. reason for you. <laughs> <laughs> well the thing was it was like sure. a full like from the floor standing mic. I'm trying to I'm trying to mimic this and you can't see, so it's not helpful at all. No. And and I had to really stand close mm-hmm. to the mic for it to pick us up. I had to like eat the mic. Um but because I was like gesturing all over the place, I was like, Well, you usually there's a uh, stand on the floor <laughs> that's quite a bit far in front of you and then a Sorry, little bit of a boom that comes out. So the the stick of it, you know, that goes to the floor, you would be nowhere near it. Because you have to put your music stand in front of that to see the copy. So that's pretty yeah. unusual what they did with you. Yeah. I mean, it was just like, it's just a passion project that a few friends got together and did. So well, like, you know, it's a start. You know, it's, it's good to try these things. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to try these things. Especially uh, with do you me, want to do more? I don't know how to be do you both want to do some voice acting? 
I would absolutely love to do more. I've um I've sent off some like little reels and stuff, but I have a bit of a problem in that I can't mm-hmm. do much in the way of uh, variation in my voice. So it's either this or it's a fancy version of this, and that's. <laughs> Although that being said, um, I might be doing the voice of a of a cartoon character for a friend of mine who is a tiny alien that's with great. brain pokes out of her head and she has tentacles in her mouth. Okay. Um, and that doesn't sound anything mm. like me, but it's really hard to do and keep up because um. Mm-hmm. She sounds sort of like this. <laughs> it's just really hard to Yeah, well, that, that's part of the business. Spinning, spinning is definitely part of it. They, they, there's actually a clause in our in our contracts in the U.S. to talk about cleaning <laughs> off the pop filter afterwards. Got to keep it hygienic. I actually went into a session for a video game the other day, and <laughs> there were chunks of the person's lunch from before me on the pop filter. And I said, can we clean this off? I'm not usually any sort of a diva, but I said, could we oh, clean nice. this off maybe? It's a little off-putting to be looking into this. Or maybe replace it so they did for me. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't consider that to be a diva move, no. not to want to look at somebody's No, the, the best way to <laughs> a long career is to just be down to earth. They don't want yeah, diva. Really- you, know, that's, you see that on television or in the movies. That was from a, another time. It isn't tolerated now. Yeah, as it should be. Um, in answer to your earlier question, um, I'm I'm not a an actor or a voice actor in any shape or form. I have, I, I mean, I did work on a, a script for a, an audio drama, four part, a four part audio drama. Um, and my involvement with that was I kind of co-wrote the script and did some of the music and. Um, I was involved like in the casting process because it was like, oh, a spin-off audio drama from one of my novels. So I was involved from that perspective. And it was it was really yeah, it was really interesting because it was a completely different um probably setup to the way that you you guys probably do it where you've obviously got everyone in I'm assuming everyone in the studio with you as you do the voices. Whereas um because of the way this works. Everyone sort of had to record. We have their, everyone in the studio for most most animation, um, but often it's, it's separate. And Disney does most of the stuff, stuff separately. Yeah, if you hear like the Disney Junior things, I, oh, I had a role on uh, Sophia the First, a uh, little kid show, and um, they sit you in the lobby and they pull you in one by one. I don't. If I wow. if I do some animation direction in the that future, really I strange. I really don't ever want to work like that if I don't have to. Um, but that's their style. That's where they do it. Yeah. Uh, Marvel, Marvel. Although it's although, wow. Although Marvel, I think for us, it was just the case. We we do the cast all together when we can. Right. It feels like it would be more... Exactly, I agree. Way, you can uh, and almost no games are done together. They're almost yeah. all in isolation, except Halo Wars was done in an ensemble. One of, one of the only ones I've ever done that was done with an ensemble was that one, wow. and it worked out great. Mm. It helps a lot. Yeah, I could, uh, yeah, definitely. Especially if it's a sort of... You know, because a lot of the Halo stuff, you, mm-hmm. you, you know, it's like a lot of it is... Uh, Halo 4 is an interesting story. Yeah. When I, I played the Jules Madama part for Halo 4, wow. um, they called me in an emergency session the last day that they could upload things to the game. They had four hours. And 
like by the time I got there, because it was just there was no time. I was just come down here now. Oh, um, you could hear the entire studio. My voice was reverberating through the entire studio because they were it was going through all their equipment. They were putting it right in the game as I said the lines. And that is the the nice thing about voice. You can add it right to the last second. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you, um, but they all have these NDAs. You have these non-disclosure agreements. They never really let you tell tell what's going on. Um, oh, yeah, there's a okay. couple of quite yeah, uh, yeah. quite substantial ones for Warner Brothers, but I, I just can't talk about them, unfortunately. It makes it no fun to interview because you can only talk about past things usually until things release. Um, although there is one thing that's kind of fun <laughs> right now. There's um, I'm working yeah. in Ben Ten, the uh, little kids, the new little kids version of Ben Ten, and I had played this role called Upgrade, but he's no longer on the show. So they brought in another character for me, which I was very grateful for. Um, Vin Diesel. It's a Vin Diesel spoof called Vin Ethanol. Yeah, so I, I've done I've done some episodes, <laughs> we'll be doing some more, and hopefully he'll Brilliant. be more of a presence on the show. He just likes to uh, race around and talk about family. What's the most important <laughs> thing in life? Right? <laughs> family. <laughs> Oh, that's well, and you know the stars of those shows, shows. They, they know they're ludicrous, but they just have fun with it. They have a good time. You know, I mean, you, you never, like, yeah, you know, when exactly. I was doing Robocop, yeah. I had somebody, oh, yeah, you know, in the 90s, I, I did the Robocop animated series, and I had somebody who came in as a guest that actually criticized me for working too hard on it. He said, ah, it's yeah. just an effing cartoon. He said, it's got my name on it. Come on, let's do something good with this. <laughs> You can't. I never. I never really accept the word "just" from people. Wow. I'll have someone come up at the convention. Oh, I'm just this. I'm just that. I said, no, you're not. You're never just. You know, when I I shot a film and directed it, the person that um, put the the trash in the bin was just as important as the cinematographer. He just had a different job to do, and everyone deserves deserves respect and dignity. You know, doesn't matter who they are. Yeah. And uh, I don't like that word "just." Yeah. I'm just this, I'm just that. That's a good point. My, my sort of, uh, in the closing minutes of this interview is, um, so when, how, when, you're, when you're trying to get a voice for a particular character, so we'll take Gorilla Grodd, for example, how, how do you know yourself, you sort of think, well, right, it now really I've, I've is, now got I mean, that you, voice. You can create it yourself, you know of course, but it's 100% thing? up to the director and the producer if they like it. You could arrive there and they could completely change their minds. Um, I had done an audition right. for Gorilla Grodd, of course, and when we arrived, we did change it slightly. Because he's a little, the first few episodes in The Flash when he appears, a little more emotion. Now he's sort of getting more um, straight on angry. And I'm sure there'll be some emotional moments again, but in the past it, it needed a little, little things that I we I had a really good collaboration uh, with Jeff Garrett, one of the co-producers of The Flash, and and we developed the character together more or less in the, in the first session, and just realized he needed some sadness because he didn't really know where he came from and he didn't know where he was going and he wasn't really as intelligent as he is now, so he's just figuring things out. And the most important thing is to not play him as a gorilla. Mm -hmm. 
you know, try to be, <laughs> no, just be human. Always be human. Always be human and add any affectations they want. Yeah. In fact, all of the growls are done electronically with animal sounds. I don't have to do those. <laughs> they have to blend oh, wow. in. I, what I'm doing has to sort of stitch in, but so once she gets to full-on screaming, growling, they just, I, I don't even know what – I should ask them what they do. I'd like to know. I think it's two or three – a blend of two or three different animals. <laughs> Right. Wow. Um, sorry, I got momentarily distracted because people have informed me that the sound has gone 100% squiffy. So oh. David is now answering <laughs> questions before we ask him. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, which is kind of mind-blowing, actually, because right. I have no idea how Would that you, could happen. Do you need to, well, to we could say goodbye, oh, so. perhaps, and reboot the whole show. <laughs> so and then now I'm like, um... You could just give people a five-minute break, perhaps, and... Well, that might not be a bad. I was going to say that might that might have to be what happens, which is going to be a bit of a shame. But um, I mean, in the uh, we've only got a couple of minutes left with you anyway, so we might as well just keep you on um, to do a little bit of plugging if you've got anything. Up Let's see. Well, a lot of things uh, that I've done have aired. CK's. A lot of things that I'm doing in the future are not anywhere near being released. Um, just yeah, you know, everyone. If everyone keeps enjoying Legends of Tomorrow and the Flash, and um, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy continues, I guess that's that's still continuing on uh, Disney XD around the world, and Ben Ten is still going on. So look look for the Vin Ethanol character. And if anyone wants to find me on social media, my uh, my Twitter is my last name backwards at Volobos. And I have uh, I have something on Facebook too. We have to look for the look for the blue dot because I've got a personal account, and I have uh, a fan professional account, or a, you know, fun you know kind of industry account, and that's uh, the same thing. It's identical except it has a blue dot. The verified. Excellent. Oh, you're very welcome. Well, and please send me a note on Skype about how to send the money. I was going to say, I will do that same thing. I, I offered like, it. Yeah, give me your dosh. <laughs> I want to donate to this, but I, I'm over in, in the U.S., so the, the systems are probably different. <laughs> we can always PayPal or Venmo, whatever you can do. You're an absolute star. Yeah, because I think it is PayPal, isn't it? Or is it? You can use PayPal on just okay. link, so it should yeah. be fine. Okay, well, please um, send me a note. Send me a note with the address, and I'll send something straight away. You can figure something out. <laughs> You are welcome. It's wonderful talking. And I apologize again for being late. Thank you. That's all right. Good, good, good. All right, all the best. I think you've made that. raised a lot more than a thousand pounds tonight. All right, bye now. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, so uh, I've got no idea how to fix that without stopping Mixler, and that scares me. Well, I think to start with, send him the link. Yeah, let's do that. Because, um, right, here's my, my thing about potentially stopping Mixler, is that we would have to wait for it to upload uh, what it's done so far to... Your guide delay is the same as it used to be. Huh? Your guide delay is on... Yeah. Right. Start 
Okay, when you say a delay though, are you saying he's coming in way after us? No, he, no, he was just. But if I listen to you guys talking now, it's a bit two seconds delay, like it was anyway. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? like, yeah, yeah. So it's all blatantly like the real, the real world. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I was just a bit concerned because people were saying he was talking before we'd even asked the was, question. And but when you, once he hung up, you guys moved forward again. So it seemed like it might have been a Skype thing. Right. Yeah, I think it, I think I don't think it's a. I think it's the Skype thing because there's people that we've called. So when we when we spoke to Peter earlier, and he was on a video call, that was fine. Yeah. That was fine. So I think it. I think it's it's Skype, and sometimes it's the other person's connection as well. Yeah, it yeah. Really hurts. If uh, standard shit. If I ever, if I ever do this again, and uh, right now I'm thinking no, but <laughs> <laughs> if this ever happens again, then that I'm gonna have to figure out a different way of yeah, a different way of doing this. Um, but you know, I think we've we've weathered it pretty well so far. Well, I think the fact that people are still listening and donating, given the fact we've had a time. Oh, shit, yeah. Shall I have a look and see if we've had any donations while... Uh... I donated earlier again. I did we see. Did see. I, I read it we out did on see. the show. And Mainly because like, we, saw, we saw that I'm drunk, have some money. We saw. <laughs> <laughs> You're a massive drunk. Um, let's have a look. I'm doing it. We could be at the same amount. Oh, no, we've had a tenner. We've had another tenner, so we're at 864. Uh, thank you to pardon me oh it's going to be Richard I'm still drunk sitting in the living room <laughs> more cash <laughs> no it is I want to say Jose Perez Torres Ooh. I hope I didn't pronounce that terribly mate um, thank you very much for that thanks and uh, anyone else who wants to donate it is justgiving.com forward slash spcp live 3 or you can text spcp90 and your amount to 70070 I sound almost professional I couldn't have remembered any of that other than justgiving.com <laughs> that's about as far as I would have got with that yeah shall I uh, shall I whack Skype back open and see how, how's life <laughs> <laughs>